Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together, we work together, we respect each other, we like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. Often imitated but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your modest host. Of course, I'm also a four-time Golden Glove champion and award-winning boxing writer. So supposedly I know a little bit about boxing, but I'm sure the average fan knows more. So I'm going to throw this toll-free phone line out there. If you'd like to join us on the show, you can. The number, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or hit us up on the guilt-free, no-commitment text line because we're bringing in Oscar Valdez in a few minutes, right? The WBC and World Linear 130-pound champion, the undefeated lad, of course, a former 126-pound champion, stepped up to 130 pounds a fortnight ago, was a 5-to-1 underdog against Miguel Burchelt. And he drilled Burchell straight up the knockout of the year. Oscar Valdez will be here about 20 minutes past the hour. So open phone lines all around the planet. Join myself and Oscar on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WC Boxing TV. Open phone lines once again, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, we are just minutes away, maybe hours away, uh, minutes per, depending on where you're at in the world. Of course, Alexander Povetkin the WBC interim heavyweight champion, of course, a twice-beaten lad, lost only to Vladimir Klitschko and Anthony Joshua in a rematch against Dillian White. Of course, knocked out Dillian with one shot, and I think that was last year, late last year, straight up. This is a rematch. It is on the zone today. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 217, plus Twitch TV, Sports Byline USA.
Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit RexMD.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. RexMD.com has helped thousands of men. Here's how RexMD.com works. Just fill out a brief survey, and if appropriate, you can get FDA-approved ED medication, which are currently available to new customers. Your consultation is free. There's no co-pays, no doctor office visits, and your shipping is always free. At RexMD.com, we've made the process fast, easy, and affordable. Don't wait another minute. RexMD.com is now offering sample pack prescriptions of ED medication. Visit RexMD.com right now. That's rexmd.com. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who'll sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You ask me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know. But I can tell you one thing, he punched good. Joe Frazier, of course, Muhammad Ali and him 50 years ago. Of course, it was a couple of weeks ago, the 50th anniversary of the fight of the century. No doubt about that. Joe doesn't get the credit he deserves because that night he he showed me mental strength I've never seen in a human being in my entire life. I kid you not. The odds were against him. I mean, it just was. And he went out there. And he beat Muhammad Ali that night, fair and square. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. Of course, seven divisions, seven division world champion. I'm talking about women's pound-for-pound king, Amanda Serrano. She's been on the show in the past, of course. Uh, a young lady from Puerto Rico, originally now 40-1 and one 
with one draw, 30 wax, a ninth-round TKO winner over three-division champion Danelia Bermudez. Bermudez came in at 29-3, obviously left at 29-4. 10 KOs. Both these girls can punch a little bit, especially Serrano. Serrano moves up and down in weight like it's a yo-yo, but the Puerto Rican young lady, she can really fight in pound for pound. What can I say? She might be the best we've got right now. I think she's better than Carissa Shields. Of course, we've also got Superbad. Uh, uh, the Superbad was, was performing last week on the De La Hoya card. So, I mean, all this is looking good. The women's boxing is starting to step up now, and I think that's great because the time is right now. Women's MMA stepped up. It's time for women's boxing to step up. Of course, later today, just a few hours from now, depending on where you're at in the world, of course, the WBC interim title on the line. <clears throat> Man. A 3-to-1 favorite. I'm talking about the guy that got knocked out with one punch the last time. Dillian White, 27-2. A bit of a lazy lad. 18 knockouts. Been stopped those two times, those two losses. You got, of course, Alexander uh, Povetkin, 36-2. One draw, the two losses to Vladimir Klitschko. And that was on points. And, of course, Anthony Joshua got stopped by that. But the bottom line is there's no disgrace in the two fights he's lost. Dillian White, a lot of excuses about him. Uh, he makes a lot of excuses. We'll see what happens. But pound for pound, we would like to see this fight be, how can I put this, climactic. The heavyweights rule the boxing world to an extent. What happens in the heavyweight division, sort of like, it's sort of like trickle-down, trickle-down. Of course, you've got younger guys in the lighter way stepping things up, like Oscar Valdez, who'll be here in a couple of minutes. But straight up, the heavyweight division usually controls the boxing. And right now, the heavyweight division's got three guys. It's got Povetkin, they've got Anthony Joshua, and of course, they've got Tyson Fury, the world linear and WBC champion. Straight up, heavyweights are in the news, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, checking your inside look into the world of Boxing, MMA, wow, what a fight last week. I got to tell you, man, those guys hooked it up. Maurice Hooker, Virgil Ortiz, got to give Virgil some credit now. 17 in whack, 17 in 0, 17 whacks, of course, all within seven rounds. What can I say? Mr. Hooker came in at 27-2 with three draws and 19 kills. But what happened to Hooker was he came in to a gunfight with a knife. <clears throat> He doesn't punch too hard, and he moved up in weight. So I think had he been properly dedicated, had he really been truly dedicated, <clears throat> he'd have been fighting at 135 or 130 pounds. How can I say that? Because I fought at 139 pounds and thought I was a big junior welterweight until I ran into a bigger junior welterweight, in, I mean, in Vincent Webb. I mean, he was like, he strained to make 139 pounds. He came down, he did all kinds of crazy things to make 139. If I had to do it all over again, I would fight at 132 pounds or lightweight. So straight up, we've got Oscar Valdez on the line. Of course, open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. I'm going to frustrate my producer and go to an early break here. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV, of course, live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, live on iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 217, and a plethora of other internet platforms. Of course, next up, boxing's rising star, Oscar Valdez in the house on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the mighty Sports by Live Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Sure 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Check it, 19 and a half minutes past hour. This is the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, WBC Boxing TV. We come to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Saturday for an hour, Sunday for two hours. Live right here from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Now we take it to south of the border and bring in boxing royalty, folks. I'm talking about a two-division world champion came in coming off the knockout of the year. What can I say about Oscar Valdez? He's handsome, he's articulate, and he's on the show. Good morning, sir. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm very excited to be here with you guys. Man, I'm, we're excited to have you. You're like the hottest thing in boxing right now. <laughs> it's literally a dream come true, to be honest. You know, I'm very excited for, for all this that's going on. You know, I dream about these moments, and I'm living it right now. I, 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 but you hear, I got to ask you this, Oscar. I mean, 
all these. I mean, I knew you were. I know you're a great fighter. I watched you when you when you had the 126 pound title and and this and that and and, and people sort of I guess dismissed you because I looked at some of those uh, internet betting wise and it was you like a five to one underdog. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. You know, there was times where I started even doubting myself because uh, everybody, all uh, the boxing analysis and and, and and comments through everywhere, the bets, the odds were all against against me and you know. There was times where I kept on asking myself, you know, is is, is that is that real? And and there was a it was a fight battle between my my own self, you know. I kept on telling myself that that's not real. I'm working too hard. Losing is not an option for me. And you know, I just put the time and the effort in the gym. There was no way in hell he was gonna beat me. You know, you and I, uh, we both have those two little people. The person on, on her shoulders, the one on the left side, the one on the right side. Of course, the right side always keeps you honest. Are you doing enough? Are you doing the road work? Are you doing, are you putting in the time in the gym, the whole nine yards? That's that side that makes you a great fighter, man. That's what, that's what separates you from the other people. You understand what I'm saying? And that's always on my mind, being honest. You know, uh, uh, it doesn't matter how hard I work. I always put in the, the, the hard work in the gym. I always go back to the, to the spot where I'm staying at. And I asked myself, did I give it the 100% that I needed to do? Because if you don't give it 100%, that could be the difference if you win the fight or not. You know, every day is that you got to just push it out, work hard, um, leave the gym exhausted. That's my work ethic. That's my mindset. And, you know, to this day, it's been, uh, it's been working out. So I'm going to always keep that mindset. Okay, Oscar Valdez is our guest, of course, the WBC and Linear Ring Magazine, 130-pound world champion, coming off the knockout of the year of fortnight ago of Mikhail Burchelt, uh, a 5-1 to one underdog in some people's books. Well, I thought that was, like, a bit off the wall. He is 30 years old, 29 in zip, 23 kills. As I said, a former WBO title holder at 126, now the world champion WBC title holder at 130 pounds. Talk to me about your start. Where are you from? And you speak perfect English. Have you spent some time in the United States? What's up? I was born in Nogales, Sonora, when I was just about one or one and a half years old. My father and my mother uh, moved to Tucson, Arizona, where I did my elementary uh, my elementary school. I did it over there in Tucson, so that's why my in my English is is pretty good. Pretty you, good. As a kid, <laughs> yeah, my you know it's perfect. Kid, you, you absorb everything, and you 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 learn everything very so quick, and it just stick with me. You know, when um, when I was about eight or nine years old, my father. Got a divorce with my mother, and I decided to, to go with my father. I was always very attached to my father, you know, always very close to him. And, and I decided to go with him. And that's where my boxing career started. Ever since I was eight years old, I stepped in the boxing gym, following my father's footsteps, and I fell in love with the sport. To this day, my father is still with me in the corner. He's my manager. He's my trainer. He's my, uh, he's my best friend, and he's my father at the same time. So, you know, I'm glad that he pushed me to be uh, the person that I am right now. Well, let's credit your father, no doubt about that. Now, let's talk about, you came from Sonora, I mean, you spent, you were like, you and Belcher were both originally from Sonora, Mexico, the same state, is that it? No, we're actually, I'm from Nogales, Sonora. He's from uh, Yucatan, uh, down in the, down south Mexico. But we both train here in Hermosillo, we both live here, we're pretty much neighbors. That's something that was pretty crazy. You know, we've got the chance to see each other on uh, different occasions. We pretty much run at the same spots. We eat at the same restaurants. You know, uh, there's a great possibility I might, you know, see Brichenda in, in, in the streets in the next couple of days because um, we pretty much, like I said, we're neighbors. You know, that, that 
scene with you and him after the um, after the fight with you kneeling in front of him and he was on the stool. I got to tell you, I've been in the, around this game a long, long time, and I think both me and Mauricio, we both almost cried when we saw that. It was just like it was so emotional. It was just it was heavy. It was real. It was it was real. The, the the feelings that we had, we said it before before this fight. You know, once this contract was signed, you know, all, all that friendship was out the window. You know, there was no friendship uh, once the fight was was signed. Once the contract was signed, but but prior to that, you know, we we're we're great friends. We know he's a great person. He's a great champion, and we said it: win or lose, you know, we're still gonna be we're still gonna be friends, and we're still gonna be. Um, you know, um, partners in, uh, in in the boxing world, and and that's what it, that's what we did. You know, after the fight, you know, I, I I don't wish him nothing bad. There was times where I was uh, obviously I was jumping around, excited because I accomplished my dream to become a uh, WBC world champion. That's something I always dreamed of ever since I was eight years old. So of course I was very excited, jumping up and down. <laughs> but the moment I saw him not reacting, not getting up. That worried me, and it worried me a lot because I don't wish him nothing. I don't wish him nothing bad. On the contrary, once he got up, that's the reason why I stepped up to him. I walked up to him, got on my knees, and and I told him that I wish him nothing but nothing but the best, and that he he has a brother here with me. And I told him that soon we're gonna see each other here in Hermos, down in Hermosillo, Sonora, and just go out and eat, and go and have a good time because, uh, like I said, I don't wish him nothing. I don't I don't wish him nothing bad. Okay. Tell us what it's like. You got Eddie Reynoso working with you, of course. I saw a picture of you and him in the uh, in the ring afterwards. What's the idea of, uh, of the finger in front of the mouth? What is this quiet? What does that mean? <laughs> well, it was, it was a lot of people, uh, you know, talking, saying that they were going to knock me out, um, telling them my career was over, that I, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't the same fighter after the, the after I got my jaw broken. Um, and that, that really bugged us, you know, it bugged me and, you know, I really don't take nothing personal. I really don't. You took but that for personal. Reason, but for some reason, this <laughs> fight was special. And, 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 you know, I took it from heart, you know, people are doubting me. A lot of, a lot of my own friends, um, will tell me that that fight wasn't, wasn't good for me because I was going to lose. So that message was to all those people who, who doubted me and who, who kept on, um, running their mouth and saying that I was going to lose, but. At the same time, you know, I'm just very happy that we won. You know, hopefully, hopefully, no one got offended with the finger. <laughs> um, like I said, you know, it was it was a very special moment for me. That's why all those emotions were going through my mind, and that's why I didn't know so myself. We told them with the finger to, you know, to, uh, keep the mouth quiet. You know, Burchell was a big guy, a huge guy, body wise. Maybe weighed like 140 pounds in the ring, if not more. Um, Size matters in two things: pornography and combat sports. Are you going? Are you are you at a size disadvantage at 130 pounds? Well, I've always been like this. You know, I've always been the shorter fighter in in, in all the cages. Ever since I was in the Olympics, fighting at 123 pounds, I was small. <laughs> and then when I was a 126 fighter, I was a small fighter. And now going to 130 pounds, you know, I, there's nothing new to me being the smart, the smaller fighter in the ring. You know, but but. Brichette was a bigger fighter, you know. There was something that I haven't I haven't faced before, as far as um as far as uh, a bigger advantage. Um, I knew every moment that if he if he lands that one big shot, the fight's over because he carries a big heavy hand, and he's he's probably weighing 145 pounds the night of a fight. So I was very cautious inside the ring, not 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 letting him, you know, um, get the advantage, not letting him um, be too comfortable in there. Always beating him to a punch, uh, the counter punch, and moving my legs, 
that's all that we worked on in the gym, and, and, and it worked out. You know, so the size advantage didn't work out so, so well. Okay. Oscar Valdez, our guest, of course, the WBC 130-pound champion. Um, what do you, are you, do you, like, go right back into training, or do you, like, kick back like Roberto Duran and get fat? What do you do between fights? <laughs> well, the, the, the advantage that I've had, you know, uh, the, the experience that I've had already is that I, I've been a champion before, 126, and yeah. I've made some mistakes. And you learn from those mistakes. The first time I became world champion, I celebrated for a whole month. You know, I didn't do nothing for a whole month. Uh, I was with my family. We went down to the beach. You know, we're, we were, you know, just enjoying ourselves, you know, knowing that we accomplished our dream to become a world champion, 126 pounds. And then when I got back to the gym, it was the worst experience of my life because it was very hard for me to get back in shape, knowing that I had a fight in front of me. I had a fight in front of me uh, against a Japanese fighter, Hiroshiwi Osawa. And for that fight, I wasn't even 70% ready for that fight. And it was very scary because I could have lost my title belt in my first title defense. So I told myself I'm never going to let that happen again. So now that I'm a world champion at 130 pounds, I promised to myself that I wasn't going to let that happen. So as soon as I won this fight, I, let, I, give, I, give it, I gave the body a rest for a whole week, and then I went back to the gym. I got to stay ready because I know there's a lot of hungry young fighters out there. They're going to want to take this belt. So I got to be very disciplined. I got to be very smart about this. Um, stay in the gym. Stay ready. So I don't have to get ready. That's my mindset. And, you know, and, and it's been working out so well right now. You know, I'm, I just got back from the gym right now. I'm here with you right now. But, you know, first things first. We've got to hit the gym first. And that's my mindset right now. Understood. Canelo is the exception to the rule. In the old days, you know, between fights, guys would you know have a few drinks and get loaded and get fat and that kind of good stuff. But he sort of, I mean, even Chavez, even Julio Cesar Chavez talked about all the cocaine he did in between fights. But but Canelo's been clean as a whistle. Does he set an example? And if and do you realize that if with your English ability, your ability to speak English, that possibly you could become a bigger star than Canelo in time? I mean, you know, you, you learn from these, you know, and, uh, he's a great role model to not only me, but to a lot of young people out there. You know, he's a very, very disciplined fighter. And I, and I once told him that. I told him, you know, you, you have a great image. You know, I have never seen something bad against you, you know, outside the boxing gym. And that's very hard when you're, when, when all the eyes are, 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 are on you, where, where people are, you got paparazzis and this and that. To keep a clean image is very hard unless you really are that disciplined. And Canelo Alvarez is one of those fighters who is disciplined. So you learn from this. Um, I also consider myself a disciplined fighter, but, you know, I don't got all the eyes that, that Canelo has. So, you know, we, me and him, I've talked about this before, and, and he says the key to all this is being disciplined, staying in the gym, staying, you know, positive, not letting, not letting the crowd or letting the fans get the best out of you or, or believing it too much that you're a rock star or that you're a, you're a famous person. You always got to stay, stay humble, stay in the gym. Work hard, and, and and all the fights, you know, will will eventually become victorious. When you watch old fights on TV, what fighters do you like to watch? Um, my favorite fighters uh, to watch will definitely be Marco Antonio Barrera and Eric Morales. That trilogy uh, marked marked my life. You know, I mean, marked something that that I've always wanted to be one of those fighters. You know, and and, and, and this fight with like Rambe and myself, I kept on comparing them to to these to my idols, which is like I said, Marco Antonio Barrera and Eric Morales, and I kept on saying, you know, um, 
I don't want to ever try to compare myself to my idols. But hopefully one day I give a, a great fight like these fighters did and inspire young fighters the same way these fighters inspired me. Okay. What do you... Uh, I'm going to put this... What is how has life changed a bit in Mexico now that you're the WBC champion? You walk down the street. I mean, what's it like from one day to the next? It definitely changed a lot. I mean, I was I've been a little famous ever since I came back from the Olympics back in 2012. Then I became a little bit more famous when I became a WBO world champion at 126 pounds. But nothing like this. You know, nothing like this where where I as soon as I crossed the border. My whole my whole hometown was out there waiting for me. It was very emotional. It was, it was very I was very proud to be a, a Sonoran fighter. It was it was a very special moment for me because we didn't plan this. I never told my people I was gonna be there uh, at this time, and I'm gonna you know I'm I'm, I'm away from my crowd. We never planned this. It was just it just turned out to be people were waiting for me as soon as I crossed the border. As soon as I crossed the border, I had to have security. Put me in an ambulance. Uh, I mean, in the firefighter truck. Put me up there and 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 give me a ride. And the whole the whole my whole hometown was waiting for me, cheering for me, uh, throwing items at me so I could sign them. It was very special. It was, it was a very special night. And you know, it kind of remind me of, a, of the old days where 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 you see Wooler Cesar Chavez coming back to his hometown, and his whole hometown was waiting for him. And, uh, and I kept on. You know, pinching myself is this real? Because it's literally a dream come true. Okay, let's talk about Frank the Wiz Espinosa. You know, I broke him in. You know that, right? I broke Frank in here. I mean, he he cut his first interviews on this show like thirty years ago. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, I have to remind him that. <laughs> What's it like being around the Wiz? I love him. Oh no, well, he's a great part of my life. You know, he's uh, you know, he's helped me become who I am right now, and I'm forever. We're up, we're, we'll ever be grateful to everybody who helped me become the person that I am right now and helped me accomplish my dreams. So he's definitely a big part of my life, and I forever will be grateful for him. Okay. What about your future opponents? I mean, can you name a couple that you would like to fight or anybody that you have in mind? Yeah. Uh, yes. There's, there's, a, uh, there's a couple of fighters who I would definitely want to love, would love to fight. And one would be... Um, Shakur Stevenson. Shakur Stevenson is a great fighter. He's a great softball fighter who, who has been calling me out for a long time already. Um, he kind of gave me a bad reputation saying that that I moved out of the division to not fight him, which is that's not true. <laughs> I've never I've never dug no fighter. I've never been scared of no fighter. I've been fighting ever since I was eight years old. Inside and outside the ring, there's no reason for me to fear any fighter. That's one fighter who I would love to fight. And another one will be the winner of of the uh, of this coming fight, uh, Jermaine Herring and Carl Frampton, uh, I would love to unify my title belt. You know, um, I, I think it's a great fight with the winner of Jermaine Herring and Carl Frampton, and um, another fighter who just came out of a tremendous win, knocking out Leo Santa Cruz, uh, Javante uh, Davis. You know, Javante Davis, I think, is a, will be a great fight. Yeah, but you might I have know- to you might have to bail him out. Yeah, I heard, I, get, I, I heard the bad news about him. It's very unfortunate. You know, seeing uh, young fighters go through these problems. You know, we're fighters, and and we should be in the gym. We should be be very disciplined. We have a great responsibility as champions, and we should, we and we need to take those responsibilities very seriously. It's very unfortunate for to uh, to Gervonta uh, Davis. I wish him nothing but the best. I wish I wish that he comes out of this problem soon, because we want to make these great fights happen for the fans. 
the fans is one of the most important things out there. If it wasn't for the fans, we wouldn't be here and getting this the, the, the paydays that we that we need to have. Oscar, so, I'm, I'm running up on a hard break. I want to thank you for appearing on Ring Talk, WBC Boxing TV. Come back soon. Uh, I would love to. I would love to talk. I'm, I'm always here to talk about great boxing anytime. The great Oscar Valdez on WBC Boxing TV, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Time for your small business report, presented by Dell Small Business. A lot of new business owners are looking for ways to save money, so they look at tasks like accounting and bookkeeping as something they can do by hand. But there are so many options for good, easy-to-use accounting software packages that will save time and headaches, they will almost always pay for themselves. You can get basic versions starting at $10 to $20 per month, and if you need to send out invoices, they'll look so much better than if you try to do it yourself. So make the small investment and grab that accounting software. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel V Pro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me.
40 minutes past the hour. Check it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live World. Man, what can I say about Oscar Valdez? Huh? We could have talked for hours. I mean, the kid's so articulate and sharp in this net. Man, there was a guy that's made for interviews. No doubt about that. Of course, the current WBC 130-pound champion, 30-0, 30-0. Take that back, 29-0, 23 knockouts, scores 30 years old. The WBC 130-pound champion, we thank him for his time today. No doubt about that. Wow, Virgil Ortiz, what can I say last week? Of course, beating Maurice Hooker. Maurice Hooker came into a gunfight with a knife, and usually when you come to a gunfight with a knife, you get beat, and that's what happened. Virgil Ortiz, the winner, now 17-0, 17 wax. Virgil, congratulations. You shared a moment there with Maurice Hooker. What did you say to each other? You know what? Uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to thank him for giving me this opportunity. You know, I wanted to fight at 140. Um, you know, I, I felt like I could beat him. And uh, you know what? He didn't have to take this fight. This is I, not to give myself a big head. I feel like I'm a, I'm a problem at 147. He didn't have to take this fight on his first 147 fight. But, you know, I give him props. You had said coming in this was the toughest test of your career. And it felt like we were watching the best performance of your career. How did you feel in there? I felt like I, I felt like I did pretty good. You know, there's, uh, there's always uh, room for improvement. Always, you know, I felt like I could have done a lot of things better. But I mean, overall, I think I did okay. This was a knockout win for you, but this was a tough fight. You can see by the markings on your face. What was Maurice Hooker showing you early? He was showing me that he was durable. Definitely, he, could, he, he could definitely take a punch. He, he really could. Uh, he was smart. Um, he was trying to get around my guard. I just, um, I knew what to do. What was the game plan coming in? The game plan coming in was just to slow him down because I knew he was going to want to box. He wouldn't want me to stay inside. I just, I, I neutralized it. You wound up finishing this fight, but during the fight, as you're landing a lot of power punches, was there a part of you thinking, look, I may have to go the distance here? Honestly, yeah. I, I, I did think that I was going to go the distance at some point in the fight because, uh, to be honest, the head punch, the headshots weren't hurting him at all. He he could take a punch. I'm not going to lie. I knew that it wasn't going to be the head, so that's when I started investing to the body. You have said that every fight since the Mauricio Herrera fight, you have gained more confidence. What does a win like this do for you? Definitely gives me more confidence to uh, just, I believe in myself more that I'm I'm ready for a title shot. Just whoever is willing to give me the opportunity. You know, I, you know I'm very respectful. I'm not going to call anyone a bum. I'm not like that at all. I... Um, Every, I respect every fighter that comes into this ring. It just so happens that three pieces of the welterweight title are actually in the building tonight with really? Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford, right, both right. ringside. What do you have to say to them? I don't have anything else to say. I do all my talking in the ring. Technically, I am in the ring right now, but you know what I mean, all right? <laughs> For a guy like Terrence Crawford, who does not have a fight book next, would you like that to be your next fight? I would love that opportunity. You know what? Um, if, if I get any opportunity from anyone, then of course. And Crawford is possibly the number one pound-for-pound boxer in the world. You know, definitely top two. And uh, I, if they give me that opportunity, I'm looking at you, bud. I'm looking at you. If you want to make this five, and I'm more than willing to do it. Do you believe at 22 years old, you're ready for a Terrence Crawford? I don't care if I'm ready or not. I want that fight. Wow, Virgil Ortiz, 17-0, 17 wax. Of course, Mr. Hooker dropping his 27-2, three draws and 19 wax. Now, straight up, the co-feature, the semi-main event, it was an entertaining affair, no doubt about that. Remember this young lady from East L.A. I'm talking about Senecia Super Bad Estrada, 20-0, 8 KOs, of course. Wow, 8 KOs. You think about this, she's fought at 112 pounds, 108 pounds. They did this minimum weight fight, I think it's 105 pounds. Of course, the champion coming in was... 31 and 4 with 4 KOs. The 4 KOs is her detriment. I'm talking about Annabelle Ortiz. When you can't punch, eh, 
Things tough, especially in the world of prize fighting. But straight up, Super Bad Estrada was just just rolled over, rolled over for 10 rounds and grabbed the WBA minimum weight title straight up. Let's hear from Super Bad Estrada. Sinise, congratulations. Thank you. I think you brought a tear to the eye of your former stablemate, Sergio Mora, in winning that title. (laughs) Took you seven seconds to win your last fight. You go the full 20 in this one, and you walk out with a new title. What did you think of your performance? I mean, I thought I I did. I implemented the game plan exactly the way we were supposed to. Um, you know, dropped her. How many times is it? Twice Officially, three. once in the once, second round. Once, yeah. So there were certain punches that I was trying to set up, and, and that was one of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's been the reigning champion for seven years, defended her title twelve times, and I knew that this was my time. This was meant to be. Talk to me about the right hand you landed in that second round that put Ortiz down. How did you set that up? So Ortiz is used to being the shorter fighter, so she's um, used to being nobody, any of her, none of her opponents ever keep their distance and keep their front foot in front of them to get her to stay away. So our game plan was to just continue to throw the right hand, and little by little, as, as she got closer and closer, she thinks I'm going to throw the hook, and that's when I threw the right hand. Did it surprise you how durable Ortiz was, able to stand up to your assault round after round? I mean, I knew she was durable. I mean, she. She hasn't been stopped in a long time, and um, she's very. She comes to fight. She comes in great condition, and um, yeah, I knew she would be very durable the whole fight. You've talked about having, as Sergio comes over, stablemates for many years in Dean Campos gym. You've talked about how you're more comfortable now at 105 pounds as opposed to having to fight at 112 and above over a number of years. What's the difference in you? Um, the difference is that you know I'm able to show my strength and my power at this weight class. I'm used to fighting. Uh, before fighting with Golden Boy, I was fighting at 112 pounds and girls were even heavier than that. And, you know, that's not my natural weight class. So fighting at 105 and 108 is where I should be. So now you have a title at 105 pounds. You have some options. What do you want to do next? I want to unify 105, unify 108, and also fight at 112 and get more titles there as well. Does Marlon Esparza, a rematch there, fit into your plans? I mean, right now she's irrelevant. She doesn't have a world title. And she, she fought her last fight at 118 pounds, so obviously... She's not planning on losing weight to fight me, so, um, yeah, but I would like to fight Yesenia Gomez, Jessica Bob, or any 105, 108-pound champion next. Congratulations. Thank you. She is the real deal, I kid you not, Cienseas Estrada, wow, seven, oh, 17, wow. Can I say undefeated? She is like the real deal. I can't say enough bad, good things about her. Um, and she's articulate. Her her hand, her hand, head, and foot faints. If you know anything about boxing, the ability to faint people, she could faint people out of their socks. In fact, I think she could out faint Hector Martinez. I kid you not. That's how good she was. Straight up. Hector didn't think much of her, but then again, I guess he was looking out of one eye and not both. Straight up. The USC going tonight, of course. Las Vegas, Nevada. The USC Heavyweight Championship on the line. Stippy Miocic, of course, the defending champion, a former boxer a Golden Glove champion, both in Cleveland and the state of Ohio, defending the title against the man he beat once before, Francis Ngannou, of course, Ngannou, the knockout monster, the guy's like 265 pounds, he's all muscle, he punches harder than any athlete ever, allegedly a former professional boxer who did his thing in Paris, France, of course, because before discovering the world of mixed martial arts and the UFC, of course, the first time around with Miocic, he had Stippy ready to go in that first round, but Stippy held on, sort of like I used to do when I fought those big old guys when I was a policeman. You just hang on. You know, when drunk, you get into a fight with a drunk, you just hang on to it for a minute, and he gasses, and that's basically what they did here. But Stephen Miocic and Francis Ngannou, this is a difference in Ngannou, a different Ngannou this time. I think he's prepared as far as the ground game's concerned. I think his wind is better. I think his stamina will be better, and I think that... 
I think it's going to be a, a tough night for Stephen Miocic defending the USC heavyweight title. Of course, I think he, he holds a record. He's defended it three times. That's how, that's how life and death or death matches the UFC is. People say to me, oh, it's exciting. Not if you're an athlete, because I tell you why. By the time you get into a title fight, you're so beaten up and damaged from, you know, all these death matches after death matches after death matches. Because this isn't like professional wrestling. You know, when, when Dory Funk Jr. and Harley Race and those guys would cut themselves and bleed and that kind of stuff. This is real blood. This is real blood. They're not cutting themselves. They're getting hurt. They're taking unwarranted damage, I think, in my mind. Straight up, I had the residual effects from MMA are still to come. But when you see these guys getting hit as hard as they are with knees and, and elbows and this and that, you really think they're going to recover that quick? I don't think so. And a lot of these guys are back in action real soon, and I don't think they should be. Straight up, this heavyweight championship fight, of course, Ngannou expected to win. I believe he's a 4-5 or five to 1 favorite as far as some of these sports books are concerned in Las Vegas, Nevada. Of course, the co-feature featuring... Featuring former welterweight champion Tyrone Tyron Woodley, of course, young man that sort of gave up the title without much of a, uh, a gasp. In other words, he's sort of like, eh, you know, I'm, I'm champion, but now I'm sort of like losing my luster and I don't want to make the weight. Now he's making the weight again, 170 pounds. We'll see what he does against Vincente Luge. That's supposed to go at uh, 170 pounds. That is a three-round fight. Of course, Miocic and Nugano is a five-round, five-minute Five five-minute rounds. That's with the World UFC heavyweight title fight, of course, and the UFC main events. Sean O'Malley, an exciting fighter at Bantamweight, 135 pounds. He is going against Thomas Almeida. Outside of that, the rest of the card sort of like, you know, ho-hum. Sort of like boxing when they get, you know, get a great fight on top and they put a whole lot of crap underneath. That's just the way it's done. Um, as far as the rest of the UFC schedule is concerned, they've got fights scheduled, I think, through July now. But take the, yeah, through July, and I'm not seeing anything that jumps out except maybe Kamaru Usman and Jorge Masvidal, of course, going April 24th. Masvidal, a young man that, that brings it. I mean, he started on those YouTube fights. Him and Kimbo Slicer, like, fighting in backyards, beating up guys in the street and that kind of stuff. And, of course, he took his street game, his backyard game, to the UFC. I think he went to Strikeforce first or Bellator first. But he came to the UFC, of course, and he challenged for the title at the last minute. Went five rounds, no doubt about that, and now he wants to do it again. I think he's a great fighter. I think he's got a great attitude, and he's got that that chip on both shoulders. And not chips, but blocks. I mean, Masvidal's got blocks on both shoulders, and I think he's got a right to because, you know, I talked earlier about the USC and these death matches, right? Well, what about not paying guys? I mean, the guy sold out Madison Square Garden, sold it out, a $7 million gate, did one of the biggest pay-per-views against Nate Diaz you can ever do as far as USC history is concerned. He got $500,000. That's all he got. He got, oh, I take that back. I think they gave him a $50,000 bonus. But take that, take that to the bank. $500,000, you've generated a $7 million live gate and maybe, maybe $100 million on pay-per-view. And you're getting $500,000. That's why Dana White is like the pimp that he is. I mean, he has nothing. When I was a policeman in San Francisco, I would, you know, have a, a relationship, a professional relationship with a couple of pimps, Okay. Pimps you know, are guys that take advantage of women, that kind of good stuff. But the UFC takes greater advantage of uh, of fighters than, than I think pimps on the street do because you get like eight to ten cents on the dollar. What I'm trying to say is, you know, the UFC is like, the, we'll say the UFC is one dollar bill, right? Eight to ten cents, maybe 12 cents of that dollar goes to fighters. The rest of it goes to the UFC, like, you know, Dana White. And those people putting their money in the pocket, 88 cents of the dollar goes to the USC. That's not the way it's supposed to go. As far as the NFL is concerned, of course, the NFL, the Players Association got together, and I think they split it 50-50 with the owners. But it's not that way in the world of mixed martial arts, especially in the USC. That's why we need a competitor as far as the USC is concerned, somebody that's going to 
throw out some decent money. I mean, Bellator hasn't stepped up. They just haven't. I mean, I don't know what's happening with Scott Coker, but Scott Coker had an opportunity there, I think, to, to become the legitimate second dog on the block. He didn't want to become the second dog on the block. He kept doing shows intermittently. They weren't happening. Then shows were happening. He didn't know where they were happening. I mean, he's like, what's happening with Bellator? Unless you're Scott Coker, you just don't know. So what I'm trying to tell you is he sort of lost as far as uh, putting his Bellator thing back together. I thought he was going to be the answer. Turned out he wasn't. So Scott Coker not working out his thing as far as the uh, head of Bellator is concerned. Back to boxing. Of course, the heavyweight championship, the WBC interim title on the line, 27-2, and Dillian White. Why am I not a fan of Dillian White? Do you, do you have an hour? No, 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 no. I mean, it's not that bad. I just don't like him. I just don't, I don't like the way he fights. I don't like the way he prepares himself. I think that... Um, God forbid. I mean, you know, I couldn't imagine myself fighting with a little belly. I, I, I couldn't imagine myself walking around with a little belly. But I couldn't find myself, imagine myself fighting with a little belly. Sometimes he's fought with a big belly. And it's not, and discipline is not a, it's not a thing to him. It's not, it's not like what Oscar Valdez talked a little earlier about being part of your life. It doesn't look like it's a part of Dillian White's life. Of course, and him getting knocked out with that one punch the last time around against Alexander Povetkin, Povetkin at 37-2, of course, um, a good fighter, no doubt about that, lost to Vladimir Klitschko on points, lost by stoppage to Anthony Joshua, of course, he's a 2012 Olympic gold medalist in the current WBO and WBA, all kinds, he got a bunch of titles, but of course, the linear champion is Tyson Fury, and they have agreed to a two-fight series, that's right, they're going to split the first fight, 50-50, Bud Crawford and Earl Spencer, are you listening to me here? That's right, Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua are going to split their first fight 50-50, the money. And the winner, they signed for two fights, the winner gets 60% the second time around. Bud Crawford, Earl Spencer, are you listening? You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. This is Ring Talk, coming to you from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Check this out. Kid I grew up with, Ben Ramos, turned 63 years old yesterday. Me and him go back, like, on, you know, like six, almost like 58 years, something like that. I kid you not. Knowing a guy that long, happy birthday, Ben Ramos. His father was a class act, so was his mother. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC-TV. Speaking of the WBC, T, uh, Mauricio Suleiman, the president, announced this week a super fly tournament. That's right. Looks like the WBC champion, 115 pounds, Juan Francisco Estrada, will be considered the WBC franchise fighter. That means Estrada and Gonzalez will have a third fight. A third fight has been approved. They're going to go it a third time, of course. I got a hard time with this guy's name, but I call him Wiscal Wangasak. They call him Sirisket Soranga Vassell. I kid you not, he's going to fight Carlos Quadras for the WBC Super Flyweight title, of course. And then the winners of both those sides will hook it up in the end for the sole WBC 115-pound Super Fly title. Straight up, of course, Estrada uh, and Gonzalez having that controversial fight a fortnight ago. Some people thought that Gonzalez won. Some people thought he won handily. Some people thought he won closely. Bottom line, it was a close fight, but that one judge who had a 117-111 I think he infuriated a lot of people. But then again, it really doesn't matter what the scores were as long as the right guy won, right? Well, in the minds of a lot of people, the right guy didn't win. Thus, they're going to have it a third time. We'll talk about Juan Estrada and Chocolito Gonzalez. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. want to thank Oscar Valdez, the current WBC champion, for spending some time with us. Of course, he is a fantastic spokesperson, not only for the world of boxing, for, for the world at large. A kid got it going on, no doubt about that. Above the shoulders, he's got all eight cylinders rocking and rolling. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated but never duplicated. The Saturday edition, of course, coming to you live on Twitch.tv. Check out the Sports Byline USA channel, both live and delayed. The Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide comes to you with Godfather Larry Merchant. That's Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 217. This is Ring Talk. 